What's up, everybody? My name is Anthony Irvin. You beat yourself? Yeah. Yeah, see me myself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. I'm Jim Green. Don't even leave that hit of <laughs> traffic light. <laughs> okay, good. Welcome to One Set. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of One Set. How you doing, brother? Cheers, man. Cheers. Happy to be here. Yeah. This was uh, definitely not planned. A little impromptu live uh, in-person one. Weren't playing this, but it kind of ended up just being like that tonight. We were, You were in the area, so I'm like, just scoot over instead of having to go back home and we'll do a virtual. We'll just do it right in person. Yeah, I mean, uh, my older sister lives like pretty much right down the street from you so. yeah um i stopped there after i got done teaching uh tonight and the eagles were playing um cheyenne was over so it was nice like, easy i just stopped in over there i was like all right well let's see um you know I, like i was already thinking it when i was pulling up to her house i was like yeah i sh- I should just pop right over. And then you were like, uh, dude, since you're right there, you're more than welcome. And I was like, this is yeah. just the stars all aligned. It, yep. was, it was perfect. So I was thinking it the same thing. I'm like, all right, you're at, you're at Ken's. I'm like, you're literally right around the corner. I'm like, all right, it's got to move a couple things around because over the weekend we started, you know, getting a lot of the baby stuff around. I mean, obviously you can see a lot of the baby stuff in this room. Like we started getting out the crib and everything else to try to get ready for baby number two. And, you know, so I had to just move a couple things around down here, but I'm like, it's not as much as I thought. I'm like, all right, let's do this. I said, Hey, if you're not going to like pass out after the game, head over, we'll do this episode real quick. Nah. And, um, yeah, like I said, uh, cause we were trying to decide Monday or Tuesday, like mm-hmm. I, I was like, all right, well, I'll be home before nine Monday night and Tuesday night. I'm like, I'm not even getting home until like 10. Right. And I was like, Eagles are going to get done early. So let's shoot for Monday. And then I wound up going to um, Kim's mm-hmm. and then Eagles game ended at like 1030. And then I which was really nice compared to last Monday with the the other game, which, you know, which I went th- to like 1130. It was like a three, almost 12 o'clock. It was like a three and a half hour game. Now, I think Monday half night. of it was the Nick Chubb injury that really took a lot of that game, uh, you know, with a lot of the injury. So, I mean, we understand. Yeah. But um, yeah, like for for it, uh, I think what it started like 815, 820 and last week. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 820. I think. So and usually like they get done 1030, 11 o'clock. So it ran about an hour over, which, you know, like we were saying, it was like almost 10 o'clock and it didn't even get the halftime. It was just getting the halftime. Yeah, it's it's still wild to me. I, I it was like maybe a year or two ago and I looked up how long. um, Like what's an average NFL game? And it was like, oh, like three hours and 15 minutes. But there's only actually like 13 minutes of gameplay. And mm. I was like, what? Yeah. But it's because the clock's running down the rest of the time. Yeah. Right. Usually like it'll unless like the ball goes out of bounds or there's like a personal like foul or something that clock's rolling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And and that's um, it's kind of the, it's kind of the wild like concept because like baseball they're with the pitch clock like that. Yeah. They're starting to get certain timing. Yeah. Like, and that's like two there. and a half. Now. Granted, if there's innings that wound up 
or wind up going long because like the pitcher can't get out of their inning. Like that's when the games stay long and there's no way around. It. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like I think basketball and hockey are basically evenly timed. I mean, they have their timeouts and, and, yeah. and, and foul shots and basketball and things right. like that. Like the for basketball, you know, with like the last few minutes of the quarters and like everything that's where like five minutes can be like 15 15, minutes yeah you know especially like at the end of the fourth quarter if there's like five minutes the game's really tight you know you're getting into foul trouble and you know you're getting a lot of different you know things like in there unless it's like a blowout then the clock's gonna be rolling but if it's a very close game five minutes can take like 15 20 minutes at times especially postseason yeah absolutely no question asked like those games go way longer because the I mean, end you, of the games are, you saw March Madness last year like how five minutes can really take long yeah. especially those games I mean it's do or die mm-hmm. so the five minute games like that uh, you know are you know long and hold between so I, I can't wait for next year's March Madness because mm-hmm. last year we did like the poll last time so we'll, we'll definitely try to do that again and yeah and that was like my first time kind of diving into it and I was like I don't really know what's going on and, yeah and, like, so at least this, then next year you'll kind of be a little bit more, you know, understanding of it and like what to choose and how to do. It. And even like I told you last year, I mean, uh, I usually don't watch too much college ball. I just kind of know what teams are usually okay and like you have to pick upsets, but you definitely have to pick like your upper seeds to kind of get in there. But then you have to have your upsets. But we saw a lot of different upsets that were like first, and I'm like. This doesn't usually happen. Bombs. 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 Yeah. Like, this doesn't happen. Like, you're getting in on, like, a great – because this never happens. (laughs) I mean, Purdue got out in the first round. Like, what the – Whoopsie. Like, Like, they had almost a seven-footer. I'm like, they're going to the championship, and they lost to a 16-seed. I'm like (laughs) – I mean, yeah, and and this is my first year doing fantasy football, which um, Mm – Tonight was like, well, this week rather, or this weekend, week three was my first like win. I was gonna say, we congratulate your first win. There hey, you go, thank hey. you, sir. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, I never really played because I was like, I don't know, and it's like you don't know how to do anything until you just dive into it. Yeah, right. So first couple weeks I lost and I just had like a couple players on that <laughs> I talked to my friend and he was like let me help you out right quick because uh, Kenny Pickett kind of really sucks yeah. right now <laughs> and pulled him out um, when and, I did and, mine like, too like I had to like for weeks just kind of pull people in pull people out until I got a solid roster yeah. and then I mean have you traded anybody yet or you just been working with the guys that are on your team just um, I'm I'm going in for like edit and it's like yeah. whatever my options are. I just pick whatever I think is like right. the best option to like replace them for now. I haven't now, like traded with other. Okay. Like, no, yeah. I haven't done that yet. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's what I started doing a couple weeks in. Like if there was somebody available then I went in and like tried to trade for somebody. And then, you know, before that I was kind of just putting people in and taking people out until, you know, I had a solid roster of like guys that were like producing because then I kept like you were saying that one time you had somebody on the bench and they had like 32 points. You're like, 
I could have used you today. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, it's so unpredictable in fantasy because one week they'll have like, they'll give you 32 points and then, like, oh, cool. I'll put him in for next week because I mean, he might go on like a, a streak next next week. He's like nine then, points. Yeah. They showed up to work like high like, drunk, thanks. or half asleep. Yeah. Like, thanks. <laughs> I depended on you. You gave me. Whoopsie. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had a couple of really clutch players pull through for me. I mean, and Devontae like, Adams had a really good uh, uh, yeah, game and he he is not happy because yeah. he's like, look at all that I just did mm-hmm. for our team. Now, when you're talking about hydration, hydration is not only for people training for championships and marathons. We're talking about daily maintenance people, Jim. Did you know that 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated? I believe it, Anth. I mean, honestly, in my line of work, uh, dealing with teaching uh, children and also dancing with uh, adults my age, younger and older, I, I, can, I can almost tell based off of how well people not just perform athletically, but how we carry ourselves and how we communicate back and forth our facial gestures and our, and just our energy alone. I can tell when somebody's sluggish and they're sleep deprived versus they're just sluggish because they're a dried up sponge because they are dehydrated. Right? Absolutely. And for people like me who are working the nine to five and, you know, for me gigging at night, Proper hydration is definitely crucial to maintain function throughout the day and keeping yourself energized. And that's why proper functional hydration is essential. And who's going to give it to you? Liquid IV, because Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Uh, I like to use it first thing in the morning. Uh, I've been doing a lot of workouts here and there. So I pop it in my uh, water bottle first thing in the morning. Gives me a little boost of energy of what I need. And, you know, sometimes during the day when I'm doing that, like, 2 o'clock, you know, rundown, I'll pop a little one, if not in the morning. Uh, you know, it gives me a little bit of that energy that I need. With just one stick, you can hydrate real life two times faster than water alone, plus get essential vitamins and three times the electrolytes as the leading sports drink. And not only that, Liquid IV comes in 12 delicious, refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Yeah, and I mean, for me personally, like my day-to-day, I'll wake up and pop a Liquid IV just to get my day started and start off with proper hydration, and then I... And like required to be physically active between the hours of like two or three p.m. until nine, ten, eleven, sometimes midnight if I'm doing a backup gig. So I'll do another one maybe around noon, one p.m., and that'll keep me going throughout the day. And I just feel so much better. I don't even drink coffee on the regular like that because I don't need to pick me up unless if I'm like really just not sleeping much. And then I'm like, all right. Get me that. I don't like to rely on caffeine unless I absolutely feel like I need it. Liquid IV does the trick for me. I don't know about you. Again, one stick with liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. It contains five essential vitamins with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And it's made with quality ingredients, non-GMO and free of gluten, dairy and soy. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. 
They partner with leading organizations to fund and foster innovative solutions that help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Yeah, man. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code one set pod. That's one set pod and at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code one set pod at liquidiv.com. Have you ever wanted to start your podcast but didn't know where to start? The One Set Bros are here to talk to you about Zencaster. Zencaster is the ultimate base podcasting solution and now the all-in-one podcasting platform making podcasting easy. They've sure made it easy for us to be able to record our podcast and our episodes every week for you guys. Once you've set up your account, you're simply one click away from recording a high-quality podcast with studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. My personal favorite feature is their multi-layered backups, which ensure our recordings are always in the highest quality, even during unstable web connections. And if you thought you needed multiple tools and services for your podcast, Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code OneSetPod and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as we do with all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. You know, Garoppolo is not the greatest, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done around the entire Raiders organization right now. Like, Absolutely. And, and, yeah, so I mean... I would say Garoppolo's not bad. I think he's coming off the injury, right? I mean, yeah, he. I so don't, he's kind of. He's, he's not. Bad. He's not. A, he's not a hundred percent. I just think that the weapons aren't in the proper yeah. places at the moment. Um, and I was just talking to Jen about the fact the same thing like that. Like Eagles are just getting into having like the receivers and the perfect quarterback on our team. Like th- there was like what it was like two three years ago. We couldn't even have receivers that were catching the ball. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, it's so it's wild to me that like under like the Carson Wentz regime, how like we started hitting our stride. Yeah. And obviously he went out, Foles stepped in, they won the Super Bowl. It it was wild to me how they dropped off after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But and it did and like I said, it didn't make sense to me. Like I mean anyone out there that really pays attention to all the moving components Mm -hmm. can probably school me and say, well, yeah, no, it does actually make sense because this person and this person, this person, and uh, my buddy Mike always just hounds on Howie so yeah. much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so does everybody else like, too. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can hound on Howie all you want, but what the guy knows how to do uh-huh. is, is draft. Yeah, I will go. And we I mean, had an amazing on. draft this yeah. past this past draft was like, yeah. He, I mean, he knew what he was doing, and. You know, I I was also talking to my dad about the Carson Wentz thing. The fact that I mean, he was a good player, but I think your quarterback is only as good as the people, like the receivers and the players around that well, quarterback. Your line needs to be, you know, thing, the, right? your offensive line, your receivers, because you know, the that last year and a half that Wentz was there, I mean. He himself mentally wasn't there. He could never regain his mental confidence. Yeah. But like even the receivers he had, they, I mean, they were dropping balls. They they were just not into it. And I think the whole team was just like 
out of it. Well, so. and, and I think a lot of that too was because they were used to how Carson played before the injury. Yeah. And I think that he was second guessing where he was sending the he ball. Was he was trying to do too around. much at one so time. The receivers were like, what are you doing, man? Like, like they couldn't yeah. read him. So the plays weren't settling in the way that they had previously. And I think he started to lose trust in a lot of those guys, too. It was a and, two-way street. And then yeah. he was trying to do everything himself. And yeah, it, it was just one thing after another that just kind of sideballed everything. And then in comes Jalen Hurts. And then, you know, that was the year Carson got benched. In comes Hurts. And he, I mean, I he had a, like a, a good game or two, well, but he wasn't like he was last year, they, like his breakout year. Yeah, they were swapping him in and out with um, Minshew. I at, think so. At, at the time, I think. Or no, it was Men- Mencliff. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was after, one of their other uh, third string quarterbacks. Yeah. The year after we won the Super Bowl and the season got kind of like not great, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, th- like, we expected them to stay in a solid stride, maybe not win a back-to-back Super Bowl. Yeah, we at least things, made it to the playoffs. Just started falling yeah. apart, and I was just like, ah, "What? Why?" Right. And then I, I, I mean, I watched here and there, but I also like wasn't invested at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I think with the, uh, not Devontae Adams, uh, you know, Devontae Smith and DeAndre the, Swift. Uh, Swift and, uh, you know, with um, I keep on thinking Adams, but uh, Brown, A.J. Brown, AJ Brown uh, getting yeah. him in here. Uh, he had a couple and, close calls tonight. Yeah. So I think we have a good round of receivers that, that are going in and out. And, you know, uh, it's still too early in the season to really start making like Super Bowl things, even though, you know, they are one of the four teams that are you know, predicted to win the Super Bowl, uh, which I, I looked on um, FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, if you bet $100 on the Eagles to win Super Bowl, you win $700. Like as of right now? As of right now, yeah. So I think they're plus seven or plus, I'll have to check in, but I, th- I think it was uh, plus 600 yeah, to be honest, so I like, like I still don't, and for like a math guy, I still don't understand. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just cranking numbers. numbers at you. I really don't know what. Yeah, I, I'm not an expert at it, but I I know it has to be something decent. If you're putting in a hundred, you're getting a couple uh, extra dollars back. Because I, I hate when you're putting in, you know, like ten bucks or five bucks. Like, oh, you're gonna win like two bucks out of this. I'm like, then why am I spending more to get less? Right, <laughs> right. So. I have to do more research in the betting. If people want to, you know, school us on the sports betting, you know, one-on-one, leave it in the comments for us for these two jabronis here. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I've had a couple people try to explain it to me and I'm like, I like, I need to see probably on paper, like just yeah. throwing out like how it makes sense, like mm-hmm. make it make sense. Right. I know um, some of the basics, like the money line, the spreads and all that. I mean, they make yeah. their basic stuff that makes sense. But like when it gets to, you know, certain odds of like, yeah, uh, like plus 700 plus all this and all. And like w- when it gets to really be advanced, fans numbers, then I'm like, OK, you lost me. Yeah. yeah. I know it's like when it's minus a lot, it means they're favored. And when it's plus a lot, it means they're totally not mm-hmm. like that's that's the only thing that I'm like really getting better 
and they do it with baseball now because it's like, oh, odds coming into the game versus now when we're six and seven innings in, this is where the odds stand here. Yeah. So like, I'm seeing the numbers and I'm like, okay, I know if it's, um, you know, if it's minus and it's a large number, like if it's a number line, mm-hmm. here we go with the math stuff. Uh, I don't know how to frame a reference is for you and for the audience, but like mm-hmm. if zeros here, yeah, the positive numbers are this way and the negative numbers go this way. Like the further into the negative that way you are, the better odds that you have to win. And if you're right further into the positive that way, the higher likelihood that it's not happening gonna, for you. So it's almost not like today, a day, pal. <laughs> not today, pal. Yeah, shot out. <laughs> Let, how about we do do that, this? That's a good segue. Good job. Uh, since you had just finished, finally, after I've been pouring it on to you to watch The Sopranos, you've been m- just about a month out from finishing the series. So we, um, our target was to finish before we went on vacation three weeks ago. So okay. that was like, okay. I don't, I was like, I don't want us to go on this four day trip to Nashville and have like the last handful of episodes just hanging out there. So we like binged the rest of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's been one week since you looked at me. (laughs) Every time that goes, I I keep on thinking like, I cannot not do that. Can't not. Oh man. Hmm. All right. So, by, by the way, it's been a couple of weeks since me and Jim have kind of actually done an episode for the week because, uh, you know, we had a lot of our last, you know, summer, you know, shindigs going. So we were banking a lot of episodes. So uh, the pool episode you guys saw last week, we had obviously banked that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is actually we're back onto our schedule. So we're just, you know, shooting the uh, with each other at, at this time. But, you know, giving you guys some content here. So this is like the first time we've actually shot an episode and maybe like four, almost four or five weeks, it seems. Yeah. And I actually love that we're doing it in person because we're yeah. actually, hey, it couldn't have gone uh, more perfect. Not for nothing. When we do the virtual episodes, they're fine. We're still hanging out. But yeah. It's, it's always better in person. It's like. Absolutely. It's like, no, no latency, no, you know, because, I mean, we, we have to deal with a little bit of latency, but just obviously, you know, person in person is always going to be better than kind of doing something virtually. I mean, it's seeing a band live versus you see them on YouTube or it's like me seeing dancing right in front of me and I can feel it. It's, Absolutely. And I know you get that. You, I 100%. know that you get that because I watch stuff online and I'm like, whoa, this is if you can get the job done on like online or on America's Got Talent. There's Mm -hmm. definitely stuff going on on there where I'm like, wow, this is well done. But seeing that stuff in person, it just gives you the real in-person feel. It's it's the same thing here when, you know. Definitely. I mean, how many episodes did um, Tom and Bert do like virtually? I think Tom had COVID once and Bert was like in the studio and this was I don't know, episode like 98 or nine or 101 or something Somebody, like that. I, yeah. th- I think mm-hmm. um, there was a batch of couple. Ones there were, were a couple virtually. where they were not together because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all of that. Um, But yeah, at any rate, yeah, us catching up now, it, it, it feels like it feels like it's been a month since of like, yeah, 
and and it's you were away, mm-hmm. I was away. I rolled into like my new schedule that I'm like yeah. just settling into now. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you're in, you're back to work in like your regular routine, but you're yeah. also gearing up for all of the things that are coming up in the yeah, next. Yeah, like starting to just really get settled because we, uh, just started realizing we have just about a little over a hundred days left. So we're like, yikes. Yeah, we got to get some stuff done. Yeah. I mean, do you have like Halloween planned out already? Like, do you know what like you and he just got his costume this week? Cool. I'll, t- I'll tell you after we uh, yeah, 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 get yeah, off yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so you'll, you you'll, you'll like it. I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Nice. You have that ironed out. And then, yeah. uh, <laughs> dude, it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, New mm-hmm. Year's and. Yep. Boom. So th- these next just, three it's months, gonna, it's going to be fast. These man. three months are going to be fast. And we yeah. Got in, 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 you know, the whole pool of all of that is mm-hmm. our episode 100 episode. Yeah. Um, which and that's are, like, coming, coming, yeah. coming, coming. Uh, I told you, um, I th- it, that, what, what was that last Monday or Tuesday? We recorded the one episode. I think so. Yeah. We were on, but we had, you had episodes like already lined up. So that one didn't go out yet because we had 89 and 90. Mm -hmm. So we did the one last week. Anyway, I told you I was up until like five in the morning Mm -hmm. and I figured out exactly what I wanted to do. And I was like, that's going to, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, hmm. I'll tell you. Yeah, because I want to be excited. I mean, I I know some of your ideas of what you told me, but yeah, I have. I, I want to be excited with with a lot of the different things. As the same thing, like I've showed you a rough get sketch of what the song is sounding like for me, but I haven't touched it in about a month. So I got to get back to it and get like it finished, mixed over, and everything. But like from what it's sounding like now, I'm like. Night and day from what it used to sound like. Good. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. With it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, the idea that I had that I, and I was, was going to say, I'll tell you why after we do the, like the debut and the premiere, why I had to go against that idea. Mm-hmm. Cause there are obvious va- like variables that play into why I couldn't, configure and coordinate that to happen um and i also told you of like maybe three or four other ideas so you literally don't you you have no idea where I'm yeah going at this point. i have it's no actually kind idea of fun. Which, I, I didn't do that on purpose i i, no, I wasn't just whoopsie. with you intentionally uh, okay <laughs> i mean either way i would have been like cool because like confuse the hell out of me because i i want to be like like I'm, I'm okay to know a couple things, but I don't know. I don't want to know what's coming with it. I'll be like, I want to be like down and be like, oh my god, it's blowing my mind. Yeah, I mean, I because um, again, you know, it's not only going to be the debut of like, like us putting out content with stuff, but this is going to be like something like you don't really put out a lot of content yourself. So this is almost going to be like a big debut of you putting out content mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. So well, like, I'm, I'm stoked for you with that. Yeah, and but. You and I have never done something like this where we're, like, t- we're, we're like, putting out something together, yeah, separately like, together. And, yeah. And, and, and not that it's a like a challenge, but it's like, hey, let's just set a deadline, let's set a goal, and let's let's do this thing where it's like, okay, 
new content on your end, new content on my end, and boom. And maybe that is like the tradition every 100 episodes or yeah. if we want to put it to 50 because that would be like every year. Mm-hmm. Like we could swing that, um, I think. I, I think we can manage that. Yeah, or may- maybe make it like a a last like episode of the year type of thing that we put out like something like that. Yeah, sure. No and, matter and, what number it is, but like the the last episode of the year it would be like something that we've been working on for that year or something within the half a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think episode 100 is coming. Uh, I think it's Friday, December 1st. I timed out. First um, or second. Yeah, so, something like that. And, and then after episode 100 i i think the month of december we're already going to have like kind of cooked up Mm -hmm. um and then january i mean the start of next season is going to look real different because yeah you're going to be a little mia for a minute yeah it'll Um, it'll be a little up and down but or you know we've talked about this like mm -hmm, we're we're going to finesse it so that um because i know like watching tom and bert and you know, Burt being gone for so many episodes or Tom. So yeah. it, it's, it's nice when they have guests on here and there, but like when one of them is gone for so, so long that the episode, like the shows just don't feel, they, they lose a little bit of the feeling to they, them. So when, yeah, there's a little they, bit when of they're the, back um, together, like what they are now, it's like, okay, it's the nostalgia is coming back. A little the, bit. Yeah. The spark has gone a little bit, but, but, <clears throat> and it's fine in moderation, but then when they do come back together, it's like, Oh, whoopsie. yeah. Tom and Bert are back together. Boys are back. Yeah. 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 So, um, but not one to get back to, uh, I know Sopranos. we kind of, we kind of did a little thing, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I knew so where we my, were getting to. My, my thing was the fact that, you know, we do a lot of game of Thrones talk here too. And now that, and I'm not sure if you can make this, uh, kind of answer because you've only watched it one time over, but what do you think? Like, between Sopranos and Game of Thrones, I know you watch Game of Thrones a lot more than Sopranos, so I can't really put that on you to say like which one do you think's better. But I'll probably say like right now, what is your overall thought of Sopranos being? You know, like I understand why people are saying it's one of the better, one of the best HBO specials or series, <clears throat> like probably next to Game of Thrones. All right, so given me. Um, and this will probably not come as a surprise to you because along the way I would make comments about certain characters. Mm-hmm. Um, with Game of Thrones, Thrones. With Game of Thrones, I felt like because there were so many characters and houses and things to watch and yeah. like understand and wrap your brain around. Mm-hmm. It was a little easier if there were characters that we were clearly, as an audience, supposed to not really like or really dislike a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that we could kind of put up with it. Yeah, and say, okay, well, this scene will last so long, unless if it's like Battle of the Bastards, where it's like, okay, uh, you know. Uh, Frig, Ramsey, Bolton. Mm-hmm. It was like he's getting his com- <clears throat> he's getting his comeuppance at the end here. Yeah. So I was putting up with the episode, knowing like, okay, there's no way the Bolton house is winning here. Right. And, and now, granted, I shouldn't say there's no way because there were some wild things that happened on that show that it was like, 
Absolutely. That wasn't supposed to happen. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Mm -hmm. So, I had a very large distaste for Olivia and Janice so bad. Mm -hmm. To the fact when there was an episode where they weren't in it, I was like, Thank my God. Episodes right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so every time that they showed up like on camera, I was like, this better be quick. <laughs> yeah. And then when the when they were like a large portion of the episode, I was just like, mm, freaking mm-hmm. like Okay, so Olivia, um, you know, Tony's mom. Yes. Who passed in real life. And then they had to like CGI her in for a couple episodes before mm-hmm. they did like the, oh, she suddenly passed thing. Right. Um, I, I just couldn't, there were certain things that I wanted to unfold. Like, and, and, and granted, not all of the bad people get killed off in the shows. Like not everybody gets the come up. It's because it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So Janice, I just wanted her to move back to Seattle and never see her again. Mm-hmm. I could have, I could have dealt with. I think Barb or Barbara was the other sister that you only saw intermittently here and there because right. she moved her family away from that situation. Yeah, because you, she knew you, what's up. <laughs> yeah, you rarely heard about her. Yeah, and every time I see her, I'd be like. Who's this again? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was more like, you know, oh, he had another sister. And then you're like, oh, okay. Because you only saw her with, when it was really, uh, when it was their mother's funeral. Mm-hmm. And they had that whole big thing. And then, you know, Janice being the person that was like, let's all get together and say something good about mom. Like, well, she was kind of a whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's kind of like, I don't really have anything to say. So, yeah. I mean, I, um, I agree with you, though, with the characters, though, because, I mean, Game of Thrones has so many different layers you know, of with the house development this yeah. and that, at least with Sopranos, you're staying within Jersey, New York and like those two like spaces. So, you know, like unless there's a new character that comes in, but it's not like you're getting introduced to a new house of people. Yeah, I mean, they. You know, there, there were a lot of characters involved. Mm-hmm. But it it wasn't so busy that you couldn't keep track. Exactly. Like with Game of Thrones, I feel like they there was so much. There, I mean, lasagna, so many layers. There was so much happening that it's one of those shows that you actually have to watch again to mm-hmm. see everything through. Um, yeah. Sopranos, I think at some point I will go back and watch it again. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if I need to fast forward through the Janice scenes, I totally will. Um, <laughs> I, I predict you to do that. So. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm pretty sure you're not the only one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so th- I, I think there were. I mean, there were a, there was a lot more to the show that I enjoyed. And I know it like I can say that honestly, because an episode would end and I'd be like, I think I, uh, like next one. Yeah. Like I got to that point where I was like, give me another one. Mm-hmm. Give me another one. And that's when I know like it's a good series. Like, because when Especially I started Ozark, hour long shows. Yeah. Like yeah. when I started Ozark, like mm-hmm. the after the first episode, I'm like, I want to watch another one. Like, come on. Like, I, and I know yeah. like that's a good show to me. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get 
bash for this whoever hears this uh in the episode either either now or years later whenever people hear this but i tried to watch the wire yeah i've i've never seen it so i can't speak to it i tried to get i watched three episodes and i'm like i'm done yeah i mean it it didn't catch me and even my brother because he tried to get me to like get into it he's like you got to give it a little bit of time so i'm like but I mean, if you're not catching my interest, like, and, and we always talk about, like, you know, the 15, like, second, 30 second reels, like, hey, come on, like, swipe, swipe, swipe. Like, I feel like I'm. Hold my attention. Hold uh, my that, attention. Right. Yeah. So, like, with Game of Thrones, the first 10 minutes of that uh, series, you're like, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. And then Sopranos, I mean, you're hooked after that first episode, but, like, it took you maybe a couple minutes to kind of really get into the, okay, this is this character, that's that character. They introduce you to everybody. But then by the end of that, first episode you're like all right this is getting good then leaves you with a cliffhanger let me get something but i felt like they never like with the wire again to me they they didn't give me enough cliffhangers that make me really like i feel like i was forcing myself to watch another episode like all right maybe this will get better maybe this will get better and never done like all right i'm done lost yeah i mean and there are people that feel that way about breaking bad where they feel like it was just a slow start Mm -hmm. and they just fall off before it gets and to me, and I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about uh, The Walking Dead before, where I'm like, okay, you know, they 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 hook you early, yeah, and then there's a lot of really dead episodes. Yeah, but I just feel like that show to me was so like up here, and then. Uh, and then, ooh, and then, uh huh, yeah, oh, and then, yeah, uh huh, like pretty much, yeah. To me, it's like okay, I'd rather they saved some of like the smaller moments that were effective and just put them into an episode and made a banger of an episode and kept it very much like we're up here, we drop. But then it goes here and then here yeah. and then teeters up here and then maybe drop here. And then I think they tried to do that at the start of season four where they like did the backstory on the governor. And that's where I really started to fall off. I'm like, oh, this is just no, no. Yeah. I mean, I and, I really pushed through a lot of that stuff and uh, yeah, got, and, and it, it got to Negan and I'm like, all right, we're back. Like, this is some some guy like we you really want to not be like you want to hate this dude. Yeah, like, but they're but they're toying with you again yeah. so much where it's like and then it just got stale and then I'm like all right I'm starting to lose interest again then Rick died I'm like all right I'm out he he, he gets flown off in the freaking helicopter and then yeah. Judith Grimes is like it's like seven years later and mm-hmm. she's wearing a hat Carl is not around anymore. not around yeah yeah and it's like I I like I I told you like i tried to watch maybe three episodes after rick was gone and i was like i I can't i can't do this yeah i think i did like half the season i'm like this sucks like you know no season six was probably the best because that's where they started they were in like the rock quarry like they started the episode in the rock quarry where it's like just massive amounts of walkers and they're trying to like block like i I was just like, what's going on here? And like, they started that episode off so well. And I think they were in, 
I think that I can't remember because they were going back and forth between black and white and color visual. Yeah. And it was. I think the black and white visual was like the past and then the color visual was like present day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or or was the other way around. I don't remember specifically. Right. Um, that season was really good. I think uh, and the I, I, episode I think that's, that's where they entered. Let's. That's where Negan gets introduced, like yeah. halfway through that season. Yeah, and, and I think that like maybe it was season seven where like because Negan gets introduced at the end of season six, right? I think we finally because you get they're, like they're trying little, to figure out who Negan is, and everyone's yeah. like, "I'm Negan." Everyone's yeah. Negan, and then you finally so but, the beginning that first episode of season seven, like when they're uh, up on the line with Negan that whole episode like you feel like you're in a blur because you're like what the hell is happening yeah because yeah. then you the, get they, the two kills and you get uh rick being toyed with uh negan, negan and you're just like everything's like uh like going it's, so it's, fast like whoa and it, it was like, it yeah. that one hour episode felt like 15 minutes because there was so much like what the hell happened yeah the the season six intro and basically all of that season to me i'm like wow they they really got it done here and then we get the season seven episode one with all of that and then i don't think it got slow middle of season seven too too much only because like the intrigue about like the negan rick conflict Mm -hmm. was very like okay what's happening next and um yeah what's his name eugene Mm-hmm. Going back and that, forth, yeah. that was that was fun, right? Mm-hmm. I th- and then season eight, it started to slow down again. Yeah, and at the end of season eight was when Rick leaves, mm-hmm. and then season nine was he, what I was just saying. I think I got two or three episodes in tops, and I was just like, "No, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, I tried because I I got through the whispers." And I think even after that, I'm like, all right, I'm, I, I'm I didn't even it. get to them. Yeah, I, I got up all the way up to them. And I don't even think I finished that whole season because I'm just like, all right, this is just like it's not the same. It's not the same with without uh, Rick. And it just I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. So then because I've never I've always tried to just finish out a series and, and Jim was already done. She because like, we used to that was like our thing to watch, but she's like I'm done I'm I'm lost she, interest. She, she was checked out. She yeah. was already out. So I'm like all right, I'm just gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna keep trying it, and you know I'll, I'll just eventually. I'm like all right. I mean I'm when, I'm done. When did she check out though? It was probably right around when Rick died too. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it it got it just got to be like. I don't know. I don't want to say the writing got sloppy, mm-hmm. but I just felt like everything was random in a bad way. Where I was like, now I, now, really I, now I'm just rushed. putting stuff out there yeah, for the sake of content. And it's like, I can't really say it was rushed because they went a whole nother three seasons until they stopped. Because they stopped at 11, right? Or was it 12? I think it was 11. I think it was 11. So, I mean, they, they got another three seasons out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they had like the, the other couple villains, which I didn't know because I ended up watching the last two or three episodes of the series because they were starting to. But, oh, there's the last season, last couple episodes. Got to watch. I'm like, let, let me tune in and see. Like, 
you know, how this thing's going to pan out. And honestly, I'd have to watch it again to really remember how everything, but I, even when I was watching, like, this isn't what I would have thought how the ending would have been. Yeah. I, I mean, like I, I felt the ending was like, not really, I can't really say rushed, but like, I would have thought it would have been something different. Like they would have found like a cure and they would have found something that would have stopped everything. Cause it eventually stopped being necessarily about the zombie apocalypse, you know, cause that's what it eventually started out as now. It just eventually was like, all right, we're just living with these people and we just got to start a new life, which is understandable. You got to eventually, but they got away with the main concept. And now it's like, all right, we're just going to start, you know, figuring out how to rebuild life. Well, yeah. And they have like the spinoff uh, series that are going yeah. on now, which I'm like. It hasn't uh, intrigued me to really watch any. Well, of and I'm waiting for like any. Any noise about those to be like, oh, this is good. Like, I haven't yeah. heard a thing. And mm. I think it's probably just your like diehard Walking Dead fans that are like. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting because like for me like being such a huge breaking bad fan i still haven't seen better call saw like me I've, either no i've and that's another one i started and i watched episode one and i got into episode two and i'm just like not the same it's it's not doing it for me yeah uh, i think i probably watched the first episode and i'm like yeah did you watch el camino no like, like the movie no yeah i mean it's I watched it once and it, and it was or it was did I? fine. I think maybe I watched a little bit of it as it yeah, didn't get I, into it. But it's again, I, I haven't gone out of my way to watch it back again. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like, all right, well, this is supposed to be like the conclusion after the fact, right? Kind of thing, right? Right. Um, but I thought it too was also like kind of slow. I was like, yeah, you got to understand, you went from being a series like week to week and you try to do a movie for two hours and some change mm-hmm. and a lot of the slow burning building stuff that they like tried to implement in the movie. I was like, yeah, that, that that's fine. But it's like, I was talking about with walking dead earlier. Like you can't just bring me here and then drop me to here and keep me here or give me like little teasery for yeah. too long. Like you, like you got to know how to spike it at the right times. Right? Yeah. I th- I think the Daryl spinoff will be pretty cool. Well, I'm th- I'm thinking that might be one of the ones I, I mean, yeah. if I see like reviews of like, oh, you might want to check this out. I might check that out. I know the um who doesn't love Daryl. I know the Negan one with um what's her name? Glenn's girl Glenn's M- girlfriend. Maggie? Maggie. Yeah. I know that one's on right now, I think. Or at least they had Maybe now, their first now half that, of the season. That goes back into the timeline, I guess, though, right? Probably think it has to be somewhere in the timeline or maybe after the maybe it's like after the show, like somewhere after like everybody, because I, I think Negan and her actually left everything. So they're probably just that's how the spinoff goes, because obviously Daryl left, too. So it's like I'm sure Daryl's spinoff is after the series ended with what where he went. Yeah, except I heard one of them died. So that's why I'm like, I think that the one who with uh, in the Maggie and Negan one. Yeah, sorry. Spoiler okay. alert, everyone. Uh, I yeah, I heard Maggie actually gets killed off like season uh. 10 or 11. So 
the if it's a Negan Maggie spinoff, I'm like, that's why it has to be back in the timeline somewhere. So gotcha. If there was like a, a if there was a time hop at all, like because you know sometimes they, I mean Judith Grimes was <clears throat> eight years old, nine years old, or something yeah. like that. So they definitely time hop there yeah i i haven't really gone into much of the storyline with where they're going with it but um yeah i mean i would think either that show i'll I mean I'll, maybe i'll check it out eventually if they get back into it and maybe the daryl one i'll check and or even the the rick and michonne one they're, they're saying there's gonna be something with with those two coming that one i might be like oh, okay i'll won't see how they you know got back because they Again, spoilers, it's been out for a little while. They they kind of give you a little bit of, you know, thing about how they got back together. Well, so because the, the end of the series entirely is like Michonne receives a note from Rick. Right. Yes. And then they, they do like I have seen that on YouTube. I uh-huh, like uh-huh. um, he like writes to her and then it's like his monologue while she's standing there reading, reading it, it and yeah. they're doing all of the like the. They're doing a montage of like all of the people throughout the series to mm-hmm. like close out the series, the series at yeah. the end. Um, but which I did like that. I mean, it, it gives like a little montage. It was like, a, a little closure for little the time payoff. being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, a, like a show with the two of them, obviously, I think people would 100% tune into. Absolutely. Right? Because Absolutely. People are obviously not great with him having left. Yeah. So they want to know what happened with you know when he uh you know got flown out after the uh helicopter so hopefully they give a little bit of payoff to Insight, like yeah. where like how he you know lived and got up to that point you know right. so right. yeah i mean uh circling back to sopranos uh i could for sure watch it again um i just i think james Gandolfini mm-hmm. was just awesome. I mean, yeah. As much as there were moments in the show where I'm like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't do that, buddy. I was like, they portrayed him as a very realistic human being. Like mm-hmm. he, and when I say they portrayed him, I mean he understood the assignment and he did it right. Like oh, yeah. so, like he, his character as like just your. Italian father in the mafia, mm-hmm. like you had a wife and kids, you had a Gumar, you had your buddies that you did mm-hmm. your underhanded illegal work with, right? Yeah. Um I think I think honestly, it took me until his first kill in season one mm-hmm. for me to be like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, now what you got to do is since you've watched the series, you got to, you got to watch that. We're uh, going to go back to New York. We're, we're going to go back and watch that. Yeah. Uh, now, now that you have a little bit of idea of like the characters, mm-hmm. cause the obviously, and, and I won't give away too much. I'll give you like a little bit of the backstory, like where it's coming from is, you know, there it's basically going off of uh, Chris's father. Okay. So that's the main, and then Tony's father, Johnny, because mm-hmm. they were both linked uh, back then. And then you have Uncle June; mm-hmm. he's in there too. And then you get young, young Sill, young Polly, uh, young, like all, all like the the older Meg dudes. Like they're all like their younger selves in there because at the time, Uncle June, um. Uh, 
called uh, Voltsani, uh Chris's father. Yeah, they, and they're like the they're guys the in guys that there. time. Yeah, so they're all running stuff in Jersey at that point, and you know, then you'll kind of get into the point of like they they do a lot of callbacks to the main series. And then you'll see like, okay, I remember them talking about this in the series and then they're paying this off. So that was cool. I, I wish they would have picked it up for another, you know, uh, cause it was, it's just one whole thing. It's not a series. It's a movie. So it's a whole movie. I wish they would have had another thing because after, and again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, well, it definitely leaves you like, okay, I want more. Well, if there's a gap to be had, they could always fill it in. Yeah. After the so fact. I know yeah. it didn't necessarily get picked up, but for another additional. But it doesn't mean that nobody ever will. It doesn't necessarily mean that it won't. Right. You know, it's been, I think, what, two years, year and a half since it aired. So it's still within the time that somebody can pick it up if they have the right people the right money and the right amount of because you know james gandolfini's son was playing tony in there i didn't know that so yeah so that's his son that's playing tony nice so it i mean that's perfect because you mean you get the same like young tony in there so it it is real i thought it was good but i just wish it would have got picked up so hopefully they get they get it picked up so that'll be something you guys got to say i mean did, did cheyenne see it already or no no no? no. Okay, cool. So, that's, so that, that'll be something you guys got to say. Yeah, at the very least, that's something I would even want to watch it again because I only watched it one time through. So I would definitely want to watch it another time again. So, yeah, I mean, we're coming up on, um, you know, Halloween season, which is her favorite. Mm-hmm. And when we first got together, we just started generating a list of movies where it's like, have you seen this? No. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Like if one of us have seen it, or if there's something that we've never seen that we want to see, it's on the list, and we just have a giant list, and mm-hmm. we've barely made a dent in it. And it's honestly because neither of us really want to like sit and watch a two-hour movie anymore. It's just the yeah. way that we're conditioned now. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about that here before too, where it's like, yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones, Sopranos, where they're hour-long episodes Absolutely. versus. Uh, like Modern Family or The Office. They're yeah. 22 minute episodes. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can put this on. And then three hours later, you're like, oh, man, I really just binged nine episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's because <laughs> they're telling short stories in one episode and right. it just keeps. It's like The keeps, Office. You know, yeah, it, it just keeps 20, everything. 30 minute episodes. You can go through a whole season in one day. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Where I mean, with. You know, Sopranos, you can get through a, se- uh, a whole season in one day, but it's going to take you from like the morning till the night to do that. Yeah. It, so it's a, it's, that's a 12 or 13 hour yeah. investment. That's a literally, you wake up and, uh, hey, this is what we're doing today. Just like you thought the last season, you're like, oh, I'm at the season nine. I thought the season was over. Like, no, you got 10 more seasons. You got 10 more episodes, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cheyenne told me that there were like eight seasons or something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I was on episode nine. I was like, I'm coming up to the end of season six. And then I fast, like I went and looked at how many more episodes there were. It's like, there's 21 episodes in this season. Yeah. They went hard. The last, the last, uh, yeah, well, they had to wrap things up. And I, I know I texted you about like one of the bigger things that I was like, Mm -hmm. I really wish that they would have like 
wrap that up uh, and I'm a little bummed that they didn't pay that off but and mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not going to say that on here right um but I I think overall um they did a great job because there were definitely moments in the show overall where I was like oh I thought that was going to go a different way or mm-hmm. oh I definitely didn't think that that was going to happen or yeah I thought this person might die but I didn't think it was going to be like that right um you know or oh you never see this person again and you just actually don't and it's not because they were killed off it's for other circumstances mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i mean like i said i will go back and watch the show again for sure um cuz i would i would definitely like to see like your thought on like what you think is a better series like Sopranos or Game of Thrones because I, I can't really have you answer that when you've only watched the series one time when we've had a lot of experience with game we've had a lot of experience with Game of Thrones and you've only watched Sopranos once so yeah. you can't really answer that right now I'll, I'll I'll honestly say that I am better with how the Sopranos ended versus Game of Thrones because I will agree with that I have dogged on the ending of Game of Thrones through and through and I've had a couple of like friends, colleagues of mine that I've talked to that are like, mm-hmm. for what it's worth, like they had to wrap up so much in a short amount of time. And like, you know, what? it's it's really not that bad. And I was like, um, teach their own. But yeah, I for as invested in a show that I was. And when I say mm-hmm. as invested, um, I wasn't invested from the beginning. Like I have family that has that had watched yeah. it since season one. And literally waited the 12 years. Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law is like, I watched it from season one. And once they gave me that season eight and like the <laughs> conclusion, he's like, I'll never watch House of the Dragon. I'll never watch any of these spinoffs. That wow. They're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That that bad. Yeah. I mean, and for me. And we haven't really talked much House of the Dragon. We have had a, a past episode about, you know, uh, and we talked a little bit about like the whole series, but we haven't talked much about it. I mean, uh, I'm looking forward to season two. I just rewatched season uh, the season one. I didn't. T- I don't think I told you about that. All the way through. All the way through. You whoopsie. I know. Because you know <laughs> <laughs> we were watching so much Game of Thrones stuff. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to go through another season of this. I'm like, let me just go through the, the the ten episodes of this. And I'm like, all right, I, I I'm looking forward to season two now. I mean, there was so much good stuff in there, and and I, and I'm sure I will definitely go through it again another time, uh, because I'm gonna want to make sure I refresh everything before season two comes out. I think they're calling for summer of next year. That sounds about right. So fortunately the uh, strike isn't affecting them. Um, so yeah, it seems like they're, they're able to get their, seems like they're still shooting and everything. So thankfully the strike is not affecting them. Yeah. So I I, I think we're going to get, I mean, obviously I mean, we can spoil at this point because it's been out for somewhat. Hey, we talked about this. It's, it's supposed to be two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so it's been out. For I mean, a while. the fact that Eamon, you know, and Vagard killed, uh, you know, yeah. What was his name? Uh, it was Renera's son. Rhaenyra, one of Renera's sons, which is basically 
uh, you know, going to be the domino effect that starts the Battle of the Dragons mm-hmm. or the Dance of the Dragons. You know, you know, season two is going to start something. Yeah, and and we're, it we're looks supposed, like we're supposed to get a good amount of battle work in season yeah. two. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm looking. They're looking to like that. three, four seasons out of this, I think, from what I heard. So we're not going to get everything, but it looks like we're going to get a, a good amount of battles this this season. So yeah. I, I'm looking forward to it and seeing because, you know, just that first episode, because we were watching so much Game of Thrones stuff. And then I watched the first episode of House of Dragons. and I'm like, they did so good to try to, you know, put you back in that vibe of Game of Thrones that I think they just hit it right off the bat. There there are so many Easter eggs that are so well done. Yeah. Throughout like yes. Every episode has a callback of some at, at least a callback if not. And even handful. if you go into Game of Thrones, like there are little hints and things about that they put into uh, House of Dragons that are in Game of Thrones. Well, I mean there's so much literature out there about that entire <clears throat> saga and and the story. Yeah. Um they literally have more to work with than they can even handle. So yeah. like t- for them to be able to encompass all of the things that they are um I, th- I it's a testament to how great the shows are because uh, I mean the writers and the producers are 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 hitting it like they're nailing it right I, th- I, I think one of the writers that was on season one left or or both or one of the main writers left that was like working with game of thrones or something so it it kind of really made waves of like oh hopefully it doesn't change like the arc of like everything going into season two but you know i think george R. R. martin is really dedicated into how house of dragons is really being uh written on the show so i mean at least he's being you know like in a uh a person that's really taking how the story is going in house of dragon so it doesn't go off too much for because i think don't get me wrong i have not read any of the books but i think house of dragon is based off the fire and blood books if if not correct me if i'm wrong what then- i mean what i know is house of the dragon saga is supposed to take place about 200 years before just about Game yeah it was Thrones. like 170 200 years before daenerys Something. targaryen they say that in yeah. like the little right the opener of the opener of it one yeah. they give you like the whole little spiel about it and they had that written as like you know 170 years before you know the birth of daenerys targaryen which i thought that was good because it gives you that perfect like timing of like okay how many years and how long before game of thrones started are we talking because you know when you do prequels you know uh when they did Sp- the spartacus prequel uh after the uh guy from spartacus and i'm uh blanking on his name but he passed away after the first season they had to do a prequel for spartacus but they didn't really give you like a good arc of like it was before spartacus but then you had to be introduced to a lot of these older characters a couple of them that were in the spartacus one but you had to be put into so many and then they recast the spartacus then they jumped back into after the season one so they kind of went like bam 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 so it, it was a little bit of jumping 
but I feel they did so good in House of Dragon with the time jumps. And I think I told you when we were watching that I think they did so good in the first few minutes when there was a time jump to give you like names of the people that like had a time jump like okay this is that person this is this person yeah, so you well, don't like oh who the hell is this person that looks different so well, like you know who this person is being called because either they've grown up a couple years or you, you know you haven't watched it back a second time because i mean i know me like a lot of other people were getting pretty confused about the time hops because it was like I think the first four or five episodes, it was like, uh, I think the first it was two the, yeah. or three episodes were basically in line. And then I, th- I think it was after four and then they did five. And that's when uh, Rihanna, uh, R- Rhaenyra's character, uh, character changed. changed. Yeah. That so was the first. That, that was the big jump. That was the first big jump. Yeah. Um, And then, and then it, they did the kids. It was the kids. An episode or two later. Yeah. The kids were young ish and then they were the kids like, were tough i'll they, give it that they, they were teenagers and then they were grown and it was like the kids were definitely tough yeah that that's Allison where the and, jumps uh rhaenyra were not hard to really obviously distinguish because they nah. gave that to you in like the little previews of everything so yeah, you well, knew they, they, they were, were one jump it was yeah these characters for these four episodes and then this is going to be them for the rest mm-hmm. right yeah, the, the kids was where it got kind of hairy. It's like, okay, well, how many years ahead are we now? Yeah, right? like Eamon and Aegon, they were tough to kind of distinguish mm-hmm. like when they grew up because, you know, I would have definitely thought when Eamon's a- older character, I would have thought that was Aegon because he was the more badass character. And he was like taller. He he just he looked, looked taller. Older. Yeah. yeah, sure. So, you know, it, I mean, anybody would have thought that would have been switched. Yeah. But yeah, so... Um. Again, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they do with season two. Obviously, there's a lot of YouTube videos and YouTube channels that are out there. I mean, personally, one that I watch, and I'll give them the shout, uh, Talking Thrones. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of his episodes. There's, I think you watch the uh, the Three Eyed Raven. Is that their YouTube channel? No, I actually, um, Emergency Awesome is the channel. His name's Charlie, and okay. he he covers. Game of Thrones, MCU, um, okay. Disney Plus series. Like he does a lot of stuff. It's like that's like what he does. Like that's okay. His, that's I his think name. there was another YouTube channel called Three Eye Three Eyed Raven. Yeah, that did some Game right. of Thrones. So yeah, shout out to them as well. I mean, the, those three are like really good at giving you like updates on you know the House of Dragon stuff and even when we were doing the the last season of Game of Thrones they were really good at giving you updates on like uh even after you watch the episode and you read like the after episode thing of like giving them the little uh explanation those YouTube videos help to kind of break down and give you like a 20 minute video of like okay this is what happened in this scene this is what I got out of it this is what they're thinking so so for somebody like me you know who was very like big on like uh at first not really taking the dialect too seriously uh after we got into it, then I'm like, all right, I know I need to really pay attention to those little things because they get, especially with their uh, language they speak, you know, you ha- kind of have to, you know, speak 
it's almost like speaking in tongues with it, but you kind of have to break down a lot of what they, what they're saying in there. Yeah. And I think, um, which is something you didn't have to worry about with Sopranos. Right. There wasn't, it wasn't too deep into dialect. Yeah. Um, you kind of knew what was going on. Like you could walk away from it a minute or two and get back and you could still understand what was going on. Like I felt you couldn't really walk too much away from, the episodes in in Game of Thrones and go back and like okay what the hell happened I got I got to turn around unless something like physically happened in Sopranos like there was like somebody got shot or somebody that got you know whacked or like oh like a scenario happened then you obviously rewind but if you're having a conversation it was like something like you don't actually have to be like you can understand what was going on yeah and I I think it's really um you know, it depends on our like perspective and preference on like entertainment just in general, mm-hmm. because, you know, for simple guys like us, like we are entertained by things at face value Yeah, where it's like something like Sopranos. It's fine. It also, and, and um, I think this is where I was actually driving into. Um, when Sopranos was out, um, People weren't sitting there with this in their hand while they're watching TV, right? Or yeah, right next to them, right? So yeah, something like Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon, they're built to be complex so that you're not holding this in your hand. Yes, you have to put this down and you have to focus <coughs> on the storytelling. You Absolutely. To, if you're not in it, this will just steal you away mm-hmm. from the screen, and then you're not paying attention. Yeah, I mean. It's just like the way uh, we're wired. At this yeah, point. I mean, I mean Ga- Game of Thrones definitely taught me to really pay attention to stuff like your that. second time around for sure. Yeah, because your first time, but even going back around to Sopranos, like I, I was definitely more focused in on the dialect and like well, the storyline portion of it and too. You're, and you're waiting for things to unfold that you know is coming, and you're watching how all of the story is. Like, yeah, there was as it's weaving moments there was a couple little things that i missed the first time because of dialect and like paying attention to little things that people were talking about i'm like oh okay that's why this person was not getting along with that person or this is why this went down and you know after like two or three episodes in like oh okay i remember them talking about this back then and that's why that so you know kind of getting more you know into you know listening to the dialect and knowing instead of just waiting for something to happen and be like, oh, okay, that was a cool moment. Wait, and instead of just waiting for moments, yeah. you know. Well, I, and again, something like Sopranos, <clears throat> there were plenty of dialogue moments and scenes that like got repetitive. Mm-hmm. I mean, his therapy sessions for me, I always like was in tune to them. And at the same time, I'm like, okay, so is this going to be a smooth, happy-go-lucky conversation, or is he going to get fired up again? Mm. Because Tony Rage, yeah, yeah, Tony Rage, yeah. So I mean, it got very like that a little closer to the end, um, mm-hmm. where I was starting to tune out, and I catch myself on here. I'm like, okay, like I'm waiting for the end of the show to, yeah. Uh, and to be fair, I did binge the show. I didn't watch it week to week to week to week, like when it was first no. out. So yeah, different. Like I said, I think you did it at a good pace, unlike what I did with Game of Thrones. So, <laughs> and but Game of Thrones, 
again, a lot more complex in storytelling. Yeah. Um, that's something where you can watch two episodes back to back, but like realistically, you should walk away to let your brain digest mm-hmm. what just happened. I because agree. otherwise, you get into that third and fourth episode. And I mean, my exception to three and four episodes is the, and there's a term for this for uh, my like movie and TV series uh, friends out there. The second to last episode of a season and then the season finale and then the first episode of the next season and then the following episode like that to me is the only time that I'm like, okay, these four, because this one leads into this one and this one is going to pick up where this one left off, but it's going to just kind of pick up where it left off, but doesn't always give you something. So it's like, okay, let me get the episode two. Mm. And I feel like they, kind of are like, well, welcome back to the show since you waited however many months, yeah. almost a year, maybe two, yeah, to get you to here. And it's like, okay, that's cute and everything, but I'm ready for more. I will say in the last season of The Sopranos, uh, and again, spoilers if you haven't seen it, uh, after Tony gets shot and he's in the hospital, I felt the like obviously those first well no he got shot in the in the it, uh, finale then going into the last season it slowed down for me right then and there yeah yeah so yeah. It, it did slow down a little because you know he had his you know out of body out of mind like episode and that kind of threw you through a whirlwind because they they just didn't really give you the concept of like that he was dreaming but you kind of knew it but it was like okay this is a slow ass episode. And especially for a comeback episode, you're like, what the hell? I mean, you know, and then it led, led into season or episode two, three, four. And then like, OK, and even me for me, I'm like, all right, let's get out of this. So it didn't get into like the the main beef of the season until halfway into it. Yeah. You know, so it was more it, so that was wait, that was a slow. So it was a it was yeah. the last season was definitely slow. It was a slow burn getting into the main portion of how the series ended. Well, it, and realistically, it was um, what you didn't need. I don't think they needed to like draw that out that long. No. They could have easily made it maybe they could have cut it down to maybe 15 episodes instead of 20. And and they could have condensed those four to six or seven episodes into two or three. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. I think, I mean, because really. you weren't getting much out of it. You know, you, you were just getting, you know, Tony's in the hospital. Then you get, you know, conflicts with Carmela and AJ. And then, you know, because AJ wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. He's just doing whatever he wanted, blah, blah, blah. And then you get this thing and then, and then business. And then, you know, it's like, okay, nothing's like happening, but you know, something's about to begin. But you're like, come on. <laughs> Christopher asks Tony, or not asks, but he winds up going off to Hollywood to try to pursue yeah. all of that, which actually leads to basically nothing. Right. <laughs> and and here's uh Tony in, in the wheelchair looking like Stephen Hawking, like mm, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And and then <laughs> Christopher's like, You gave me permission. He's like, I wasn't even me. I wasn't like, even I, myself. Right. right. I, I was drugged up. Like, yeah. what do you expect me to do? Yeah. Like, well, I thought you said yes. Like, all right, well, I, I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
that all just seemed like a freaking waste of time mm-hmm. for me. And I was just like, all right. I mean, really, the I mean, the whole end of the series took the turn when Johnny Sack died. Yeah, that was a big impact. I mean, I mean, once that happened, that's when um, everything started because you got Phil just going haywire. Yeah, Phil just because I think I mean, I, I was a big fan of Johnny Sack. I, I really liked his character and, you know, I think he kept Phil in line most of the time. Because, you know, Phil was an old old school guy, so he played a lot of old school, you know, things with everybody. Uh, but Johnny Sack was part of the old school, but was, you know, a voice of reason willing. Yeah. yeah. Willing to, you know, adapt to the new school. Like Tony was obviously part of the new wave. He had old guys with him, but they obviously were looking had to fall in line and anyway. fall in line with Tony and, yeah. and Uncle June. Uh, and again, it was always the conflict of like everybody didn't like the way Tony was working and the Sopranos were working. So that's and it was always going back between New York and Jersey and everything. And I think when I was obviously when I was watching as a kid, I didn't understand half the stuff that was going on. I was just like, I just want to see somebody get shot, you know, (laughs) holding it to face value. Like, okay, give me the exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So after watching it, you know, when I was older, then getting into the dialect, but then after like watching it, you know, well, again, you know, you have keep a, on you keep on like getting something new out of it every time you watch it. Well, you have so, a, a mature mindset and you way keep of on thinking, getting an open mind with everything and, and you're understanding, like you said, why the conflicts are leading to the places that they go. So, yeah. I, I mean, it it was I, I would imagine I, I and I can imagine even watching it. um in real time, let alone even right after finish, because I'm like 20 years removed from when the show was on TV, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and it's cool to see the things from I, I think I think I saw the that season one debuted in 2000. So like, yeah, but I, so I think you, the show was supposed sure to take place in the video in the of the ending before you saw the episode, right? No, I you never did. I okay. didn't see the video of the ending. I just knew about the blackout. Okay, so you and, knew about the blackout. Okay, and, and and I knew that people were not happy about it. Right, and I, and I told you too. Like I remember, it was my parents, me, and my brother. We were watching that episode like live in part, like when it debuted, and you know, Journey was playing. Everybody was going into the uh, little Diner. restaurant, yeah. and it's like, don't stop. Everything went black, and my mom's like. What the fuck just happened? Like, <laughs> and and we thought the cable went out, and then it just shows the uh credits. The, at the end credits. We're like, she's like, oh no, fucking way! <laughs> oh, burn the one step so, mom, the one it. step mom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I think. I mean, it, it was a great series. I, I mean, especially coming from because I'm always a big fan of the the gangster movies, you know, Goodfellas, Casino, Sopranos, uh, Godfather. Uh, have you Scarface. seen Scarface? Have you seen all of the Godfather movies? I haven't seen them all front to back. Okay, I saw the first one and the second one front to back. Um, I've seen like a majority of one and two to know what's going on, but I I don't think I've seen every like front to back 
every little thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I think I've seen it enough where I know, my God, okay, I remember that part. You know, yeah, I would actually. It's been probably. Let me think here. I've seen Scarface a lot. I mean, who has see? But this guy. see, that's where you haven't. You have you you've never seen it front to back, or you haven't seen it at all. I've only seen the end. Okay, I I know the big ending. You know the scene. being ending yeah. scene. Okay, yeah, yeah. Say, you, you got to see my it. little friend. Yeah, yeah. you you know yeah. that part. Yeah, yeah. you got to see that from the beginning and just great great movie, top to bottom. Yeah, I I mean. I'd love to go back and watch all. Of, I mean, Goodfellas. I know we talked kind of about it. Yeah. Along the way of me watching The Sopranos. Um, but it has been at least 10 years since I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Godfather movies, the first and second one, I saw maybe five or six years ago. Yeah. And I watched them, I think, the first one, like one night, and the, and the other one, like the next yeah, early afternoon yeah, kind of it's thing. It's been a minute since I've seen Casino too, and Casino is such a good movie. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while, and I I don't think I saw that top to bottom. I think I came in in the middle or towards the end of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there are a couple movies where I came in in the middle, like my dad was just watching it, and um, mm-hmm. Blow with Johnny Depp, um, really good. Not a mafia movie. But right. I, I started that from like maybe a third of the way in to close to the middle. And then it it's just a wild ride. It's really fun. And then I saw it had just started maybe five minutes ago. Not now. Um, mm. The next time I went to watch it, I was like, I want to watch this like now from the beginning to see like the intro. Mm-hmm. So I saw what led into that's a good flick. That's. And we'll talk more about that maybe off air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. We went longer than what we expected, right? Yeah. Well, that generally <laughs> so good. Same. tends to be the case, which is, hey, never a problem. My we, we haven't seen each other in a little bit, like actually in this type of uh, vibe. I mean, we've been talking, of, of course, but I like mean, just being in this type of setting, it's been a been a little bit. And we, we we did like the pool episode and we did the um episode on the deck which actually wound up being 89 yeah. beforehand but i feel like that was okay you're coming over okay we're getting set up okay like we're doing the episodes like i feel mm-hmm. like this was uh you know just a casual laid back like hey let's catch up obviously you wanted to talk sopranos um and wow your basement looks great man yeah you're, yeah. you're getting ready <laughs> yeah and and that's not a dig at all. No, I, like, I was gonna say. I mean, if it were up to Jen, she'd be like, "I don't want him to see any of that stuff." Like, well, it's fine. I mean, it's not like, like I can't come down here. All this stuff. No, I mean, just dude, we got a spot. I it's always, all good. I always go back to that day you walked in my room when mm-hmm. I. It was literally the day I got home from Vegas, and you, you walked in, and I woke up, and I was like, "You're in my room." <laughs> I was like, "All right." No judgment here. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. We're all good. And it, yeah. it, it doesn't look that bad. I've gotten a little better about keeping at least the floor space clean um, and hanging <laughs> some things up. Um, but yeah, I think you came in and I, it was just, it was just me living in the room at the time. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I have a second person living in the room with me now and it's actually tidier a little bit. Hmm. Not bad. Making yeah. moves. Making moves. In the world, right? Always making moves. Big moves. Big moves. I cheers you, but uh, we're out. You ain't got nothing, but we'll I, do an empty cheers, a but yeah. Little thing here.
but yeah, man, it's been fun. Uh, because we wrap it up here. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you know, this has been another set, set episode, set one set episode. Yeah, you guys know where to find us. Check us out, One Set Pod on Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe here on YouTube for the weekly episodes. And uh, you know, we have a Patreon up. You guys can sign up for free. Just put in your email. You guys will get emails when we put our early access videos out, which come out a day before the uh, Friday episodes. And you guys will be getting a lot of different perks as well, which will be sent through our email list because Patreon is just, you know. They have a very, you know, small thing about the free stuff. So we kind of give a couple extra perks to you guys for just joining for free. And, you know, once you guys sign up, we'll give you more information about that. So along with the early access, you know, you guys will be getting a lot of different stuff from us. So also, you know, go to the merch booth. Uh, merch booth. Jeez, I'm Whoopsie. this up. <laughs> <laughs> go to the merch store. And I uh, purchased some shirts, uh, hoodies. You know, we're getting back into the colder weather around on the East Coast here. If you guys are watching from other areas of the world, it's starting to get a little colder down here. So pick up a hoodie if you guys are in the area for us. And, you know, we keep saying there's going to be some new merch. And I know we got to get that updated. So we'll be definitely getting that updated for you guys very soon. And, you know, just uh, send us a Gmail uh, you know, message. Let us know what you guys are thinking. Any uh type of topics you want us to cover, we'd love to hear from you guys. So it's been uh awesome hanging out with you, bud, and I love you, bro. Thanks for having me. Uh, and thanks everyone for tuning in. This is another episode of One Set. One Set.